existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice The last order conversation David Jason Hey, 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 what's happening, Raj? Uh-uh Welcome to Pop Continuum Wait, I missed yours, what was it? Burlap. Oh yeah, that great catchphrase, burlap. D. Uh, this week. Wait, did I say? Oh, this is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're doing best of this wonderful year, 2016. Yeah, you guys remember 2016, right? So I like seeing 2016 better than 2016. Oh yeah, me too. I, 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 I feel like we're we're starting to move away from that since it's since like in the 2000s it really didn't make sense like 2001 and 2002 didn't make sense but 20 I think after 2011 like 2012 is when it started to make more sense but I still like seeing the whole thing better yeah me too I mean I always like saying 1986 too but. I was going to ask you because I never did I always said 1986 yeah no I made people sit there and listen to my extra syllable I guess I'm just inconsistent then, and you are a, a perfect gentleman. I mean, I think it is very gentlemanly to make people wait. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the, it's like the slow food movement. It's just the slow movement. Mm-hmm. The slow speech movement. Um. Yeah. So the best of 2016, we both have compiled. Well, at least one of us has compiled a top ten list. Um. We'll each we'll be counting down our top ten things from this year before we start can i ask you something you have the court's permission are we starting with our favorite or are we starting with our least favorite i was gonna go i was gonna go 10 to 1 like we usually do although i mean really most mine, of mine are not really in any okay. order so same here except for maybe the top couple but yeah I just kind of... And this is just pop culture stuff. This is just events in the world that happened. Like, I would put number one, my trip to see you. But we're not talking pop culture stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ju- we are just talking pop culture stuff. Well, I actually, that's true. When I consider pop culture stuff, I get all mixed up because, like, watching movies, reading books, reading comic books, that's what I consider the real world. And then in the real world, is just kind of like this really hor- horrific movie that I've lived in for the past 42 years. But yeah. I'm a star of... But that's about it. To I know. For. At least you get. At least you're above the title. Mm-hmm. Above the fold. Um, I know, man. Everybody, you know, even you and I have been saying like, oh, it's been such a terrible year. Like, the shit hasn't even started yet. That's the yep. scary part. I I know. I was just thinking about that today. Like, oh, what a shitty year. But not really. I mean, it was. But holy crap. I mean, I think we just. I'll have to hold on and hope that he's just about as bad as about as bad as Bush. I mean, he already seems worse. That's the weird. I thing. know. <laughs> I think, and we've been avoiding talking about this guy because it's just too depressing. But I mean, it's, yep. it's uh, I don't know. We we should do our best with 2017, maybe in like April, because I imagine we'll be in bomb shelters by December. One of my favorite characters from Parks and Rec. Bomb shelter. Me too. Mm-hmm. Apparently by. she's going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. No, didn't mean go to ahead. Step on I was going to make something up, and I didn't have it in my head anyway. So. 
That's surprising since Bomb Shelter is such a famous actor. But uh, April Ludgate from Parks and Rec is going to be in a new show coming. It's X-Men Legion. I don't know what part she plays, but she's in it. Wait, a TV show? Mm-hmm. It's not a movie? Is it going to be on Netflix or is it going to be on It's No, it's on the TV. On, probably on FX because of Fox. I don't think it's a Fox Network show. I think it's a... It's a cable show, so I think it's going to be on FX since it's a uh, Fox owns X Men. So it'd be better than if it was just on network anyway, probably. Yes, yeah. If Gotham is any indication of how Fox does comic book shows. Yeah, no shit. Wait, although DC is always problematic, but um, or it has proven to be for. Here's something I didn't realize. Uh, not to interrupt your criticism, but uh, Legion is created by our showrunner, I don't know what they call it, by Noah Hawley, which is, that's a good sign. I recognize the name. Fargo TVs. Version. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I, he also worked on something kind of shitty um, when he started out, but I, I don't think he was the showrunner. I can't remember what it was. Uh, so there's your fact to look up for yourselves. Why do I keep hearing dings? Do you hear those? No. Yeah. He created the unusuals and my generation. Oh, no. No, I think he was just Bones. working on something. Um, oh, I know why I'm hearing dings. It's fucking Facebook shit. All right. Goodbye, Facebook. Bones. That's Hello, what it was. Twitter. Yeah, Bones. Oh, um, whoa. Did you think of that? Because I just said it. Yeah, no. It just popped right into my head. He's also written books. Yeah, he did. He's uh, written a book published by a publisher that you might have heard of. Enzo Nickel. Nope. Sorry. You lost me. Doesn't ring, doesn't ring any bells. Tricycle no. Press. I, I think he, uh, yeah. And he also wrote under the name Beatrix Potter. Um, yeah, we're going to do our top ten. Well, uh, basically top maybe 15 or 20. Yeah, we'll well, I guess yeah, we'll see since one of us was prepared, and one. No, of us, but I mean, oh, I mean, well, they might overlap. Yeah. Right. Thanks for insulting me instead of listening to what I was saying with your good ear. That's our whole dynamic. Yeah, you know, you remember what happened to my my bad ear, Mister Potter, slapping me around in the uh, in the old chemist shop. I don't think that was Mister Potter. I forget his I, name. He slapped really, his name right out my ear. I really love that movie. Um. I have well, a feeling you don't care for it. Unfortunately, it's not on. It didn't come out in 2016, so we can't speak we of can't it. We can't talk about it. Oh, no, I, I enjoyed that movie. Um, Washington. I've seen it enough now, but yeah, no, I like it. I haven't seen it for a few years, so maybe I'll watch it tonight, tonight or tomorrow night. We're actually talking about It's a Wonderful Life, in case you guys were wondering. Mr. Yeah, Potter, millennials. There's no Screwex soundtrack. Named, named after. Oh, yeah. That was a good... That was. A, I mean, his parents kind of were... Like Mr. Potter in that movie. You don't know the first thing about Harry Potter's parents. I would like you to name one thing about them. They did. I meant his uh his adopted parents. Who was that? His aunt and his uncle, or the Dursleys? Yes. One of my oh. fe- least favorite parts of the Harry Potter novels is the how his Dickensian how, upbringing. Yeah, it's just how terrible they're made out to be. I don't I don't like that. I know he slept in a closet. Yep. But you know. That's more than uh, they have in some South American countries. Harry. Quit, quit your whining. Quit your, no, how do they say it? Winging. How, how's that word pronounced? Whinging, word, I think. Whinging. Quit your whinging. Oh, they always add extra letters over there, man. Anyway. It's their language, the mother tongue. We are going to 
we well we weren't going to we considered doing it month by month but uh then we would have been fucked on tv shows because everything came out at the same time yeah, it was so pretty much a dumb idea we can pretend we can, so like for our number 10 will be january chow 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 would you like to go first um would you like yes. me to go first i will go first my number 10 is a tie and only because one of them i haven't seen every episode but I like what I have, what little I've seen so far, uh, which is uh, People of Earth. Ah. And Atlanta. I don't know if you've seen it with Donald Trump. I haven't Robert. watched Atlanta yet. I've heard great things. I have seen multiple episodes of People of Earth. Yeah. Um, and they're both, I mean, they're entirely different, but they're both kind of like a new. this new, I really think uh, Louis C.K.'s sitcom Louis inspired has inspired a lot of stuff where I think like it doesn't have to be, these are not so much and, and maybe some others on my list are not so much like normal sitcoms. They have other elements and uh, though they're none of them are like just as flat out absurd as some of Louis CK's stuff, but they definitely like blend in dramedy in a way that's not like the very special episode type drama, you know, Mm -hmm. it's more Mm -hmm. like real life. Um, and that's what I like about both these shows. Uh, other than that, they're not super similar. Uh, but yeah, Atlanta's about, um, um, Ooh, damn, I just heard an echo. Atlanta's about, about Donald Glover. His, his cousin is a rapper, a rising rapper. And he's like, he's basically homeless, Donald Glover. Um, he's got a kid with this, with his girlfriend. Um, and he sleeps there sometimes when he can help pay rent. Uh, but he decides to help manage his his rapper cousin, and it's pretty funny, and and just smart. Um, and then we already talked about People of Earth on another episode, so I don't need to go into that. Yeah, and I I I mean Louis C.K. Fine. I also think that People of Earth especially owe a little bit of of their origin to The Office in their in the, in the absurd mixed with regular stuff. Yeah, and it even has Oscar, so there you go. Well, yeah. Uh, my number 10, uh, let me move away from TV since you did TV, and I will do a comic book you might have never read. Violent Love came. It, it's not finished, so I can I pick something that's not finished? There's only two issues out. Yeah, I haven't finished watching People of Earth, so. Uh, it's really good. It's set, it's kind of, it's moving along in time. Like it, it's a father or grandfather telling a story to his grandson about something that happened in the 60s about a, a woman who gets screwed over by a mob in a city and her attempts for revenge and uh, a person she falls in love with and the first two issues have been wonderful and i'm looking forward to where it goes i i mean i liked it the first time it came out when it was called the princess bride but whatever i'll take your recommendation never heard of it this isn't recommendations this is best of 2016 Oh right. Um, so based, I guess it is. I guess this is an episode where we're burning all our recommendations for one episode. This is the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. Yep. We should never do these. Uh, no, but it's fun. Violent it's fun love. To talk about stuff. Yeah, I think you I recommended it. it once earlier. I think I did. It, I might have, might have not. But the a neat thing about this, I should bring up since I'm talking about it, is I like the art in that it has a real '60s feel to it. It reminds me of. Of the recently passed, I think in 2016, maybe 2015, Darwin Cook, who 
who did some Justice League, did, did some like Marvel and DC stuff, but he also put out a series that uh, based on uh, the Parker novels, the Richard Stark novels, and he did comic book versions of that where he really he captured the well, yeah, time. Yeah, I've seen those. And, yeah, and this Violent Love has a similar feel to it. I, I forget who the artist is. Let me uh, actually look to it. Since I'm saying good things about it, I should. Is it Christo? Christo? Like the. Is it Banksy? Victor Santos. Victor Santos, written by Frank Barbary. Eh, sounds ethnic. I'll check it out, though. Violent Love. Who puts it out? Do you know? Is it Image? Yeah. Of course. I'm thinking about. Um, Comics- Comicsology has a, a similar to Marvel Unlimited. But instead of Marvel stuff, it has like Image and Boombox that you can read as much as you want. I'm thinking about signing up for that for a few months because that might be fun to read. Yeah, I don't think it's a monthly payment thing even. Oh, um, it's not? No, you can just sign up and then they have like a bunch of stuff that you can like just check out for free and then other stuff you have to buy, you know. But No, no, but com- they also have a streaming thing like like Marvel Unlimited. They have Comixology Unlimited. Yeah, I think but I you signed don't have to up buy- for it. Oh, I thought it was a per month payment. Shit, I don't think so. I don't think I've got any payments to them. I don't know. I know. I mean, like, Comixology is its own thing. But right, right. No, I know. I know. Comixology Unlimited. Because they but, have titles that you can check out if you have Unlimited. But, but Unlimited itself is five ninety nine a month. What? I'm All just right. telling you what it's... Listen, man. I think you might want to ch- check yeah. your credit card. I think this might be uh, one of those uh, Mandela Effect things. Anyway, I look I it up, what... everybody. Nelson Mandela. So Explore yeah. thousands of digital comics, graphic novels, and manga for just five ninety nine a month. Download to your device and enjoy reading offline. Yeah, but you still have to pay for a bunch. Like there are some that are unlimited only. Right, right, but there's yeah, yeah. yeah. They have this selection of stuff where you pay five ninety nine a month and you can read as much. But there's other stuff you might have to pay for. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Anyway, so it's five ninety nine a month. I don't think i knew that so maybe i will stop now that i've read a bunch um <laughs> but you like the format and everything yeah it's uh, fine yeah because I, I think marvel unlimited has gotten better over the years since i signed up for it. it's it's the reading of it has has improved it used to be where you had no idea what you read and what you read like what comes next and they do a better job of telling you what you've read and what you can cue things up and stuff it's better than it used to be yeah no it's it's similar um, Number nine. Well, do you, you don't you don't know this Mandela effect thing then, right? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Do you want to talk about it? I think well, it's pretty interesting. I know. Did you read the Shazam thing? Oh yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Anyway, yeah, people can look that up. That would take us all fucking episode to talk about. Well, it. we don't have. We can talk about this. There's a group of people who intently believe that there's a movie that came out in the 90s or 80s or 90s that, 90s, that starts yeah. Sinbad, and he played a genie who. I forget what the genie's supposed to do. He gives and, some kid his wishes or some shit, yeah. And but I th- I thought they had a whole plot involved, but maybe not. But the thing is, the movie never existed, which would be fine if people just say, "Ha, huh, bad memory." But they claim that it does exist, and Sinbad just won't admit it. He's been paid off. And that yeah, and it goes into alternate dimensions. Shit, look up on the Mandela effect. Anyway, it's what, it's what I like a lot reading. better. I mean, Mandela effect in general is neat, but the one that really gets me is the one I. I am sure it's an alternative reality is the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Yep. There's no way there's a goddamn A when I was a little kid. It's Bernstein Bears. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. It's... The other one's 
the, when you when you they have that little Mandela effect quiz, and there's a bunch of them. I was like, I don't have any clue whether it's supposed to be this or that. So I don't. It doesn't really affect me. Like Pikachu's tail is supposed to have this. I was like, well, maybe it's drawn. I have no idea. But other ones, I'm like, oh, I guess I can see that. But Bernstein bears. That's the one that drives me crazy. I mean, and didn't this all start with what was it? Kind of. I mean, I guess it started with Mandela dying in prison. Um, but oh, that's what that's where the name comes from. I yeah, people that. believe he died in prison. Um, or who had a memory that he died in prison. But wasn't there also, wasn't it Big? People thought there was an alternate ending to Big? Yes. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I mean, we saw those it. arguments online. People, look, dude, your memory is not reliable. I don't, that's the end of the debate, but it is fun but to But then on the, the other show. hand, there's, there's, there's stuff where people argue about it for years and it turned out they were right. Like the, in the butt bob where everyone thought that was just an urban legend and never, ever happened. Did they? I saw a video of that, like, long-ass time ago. A long-ass time ago, but for years before that, it it was just a, an urban legend. No, it never happened. And then it came out, they found the video, and it was on whatever, what was it, Flash video where you could watch it? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it does exist. And then people are like, well, it's not exactly how you put it. And like, god damn, who cares? It actually happened. He said, in the butt. Anyway, so that's one of those deals where it was right. So maybe the uh, Bernstein Bears were never Bernstein Bears, but maybe they were. I, number nine. I remember pronouncing it Berenstain Bears as a kid. So um, number nine for me is, oh, yeah. here's going to be a shock for you, as I'm sure you'll have a shock for me coming up. Bob Mould, Patch the Sky. I thought it was a salt, his best of his recent albums. And we already good. did an episode on it. The thing, the thing, the reason I couldn't choose music is because I can't remember when stuff comes out. And I guess I uh, there's there's probably a little more research I could have done, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, once once technology makes it easier to look this shit up, you'll you'll be on board. But yeah, I I feel you, man. Um, but what was your favorite song, and exactly how did it go? And sing it for me, please. It went February, chow to chow chow chow. That's all I remember of it. <laughs> it's in my head now. It will never leave. Millennials, you're all going to hate this episode. Wait, millennials like Bob Mould? No, I just mean all our references, which have all but, been going back to the 70s so far, I think. Yeah, but I, why do you have to be so super specific? Everybody, you're going to hate this episode. I didn't say everybody. I said millennials. No. All right, but I'm telling you, everybody's going to hate it. But I'm going to go with one that came out in January 2015. I'm going to stick with music. Is that okay with you? January you 2015? It it's almost 2016. Wait, January is uh, not almost. But yeah, all right. <laughs> nah, well, forget it. No, I'm I want to know what it was at least. <laughs> I'm going to go to TV shows. How I will do, you do one. Say January is almost 2016. <laughs> it's almost 2014. Oh, are we doing the best of 2014? Sure. Westworld. Yeah, okay. Number nine for Pat. Westworld, which we've we also done an episode it. about. Yeah, well, it was. I think it, it started off good, and I liked it a lot to start off with. It had, uh, we've talked about the story numerous times, but it started off really good, and then it just got better every single episode. I read uh, an article. I meant to like send it to you and Viv, and I f- totally forgot because I was reading it at work, and then probably somebody bothered me. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Uh, it was about James Marsden. It was, and it was basically to the effect that James Marsden is a great actor who's never going to be acknowledged for it because he's too good looking, and they're only going to give him roles that kind of fit in with that. So, huh. uh, but it was a good read. 
Like they That's made, interesting. They made a good case for him. Um, did did I tell you about the article that talked about the the? I guess we we did the, with the guy from It's Always Sunny, where he figured out the story from his his uh hair not hairdresser from the makeup artist. No. So spoilers for Westworld, so turn off your radios, please. Uh, he was he was it was early on in the show, and he's like, I'm a nobody. I'm just having a bit part, and I'm just in. I, they don't have all the scripts. They just have the first couple couple episodes, and he's like, I'm just in this episode where you know I'm doing this and that, but I'm not going to be in it for the long haul. And for whatever reason, the makeup artist is really working hard on my eyebrows. And the more she did it, the more I realized there's something going on here. There has to be a reason that she's focusing this much on this. And then mentally, I thought about everyone else's in the cast. And I thought, wait a minute. She's making my eyebrows look like, uh, what's his name? Richard Harris? Ed no, Harris. it's the Ed Harris. Ed Harris. He's making my eyebrows look like Ed Harris. And he figured it. So he figured out the timeline thing before anybody else in the cast did. I mean, that's kind of a leap of logic i mean he, she could have just not liked the way his eyebrows look but <laughs> well, he, he did he figure right. it out yeah and uh, yeah it was it just got better and it culminated in that, that last episode i think was you know i was a little bit worried i'm always a little bit worried about last episodes that are longer than the rest of the season like sometimes shows do that and it's not necessary they could have it usually tighter when they but this was necessary and every it was a perfect not perfect but it was a really good last episode yeah. so anyway yeah, Westworld. it was no Everybody Loves Raymond last episode. See the cast what come happened? out and take their bows. What happened? It was Did anything get tied up in the last episode of Everybody Loves Raymond? You know what? Everybody ended up loving him, finally. Well, I thought it started off like that. Except his kids. Well, they shouldn't. He was kind of a terrible dad. Uh, number eight for me, Search Party. Still haven't seen it. But I've talked it up enough that it's my fault you watched it. Yep. Starring... Alia Shawkat. And my Mandela effect is that her last name is Shawkwat. But. Now I don't know what it is. It's Shawkat. Shawkat? Shawk. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I I haven't corresponded with her personally uh, to the extent that I've had to say her name out loud. But I've heard it spoken by others. Is she pretty awesome in the show? She's fine. I mean... It's not, it's really not a maybe type role. It's a totally different role. She's good. I mean, she's good. It's just, she's not. <laughs> In order for her to be awesome, it has to be a maybe type role. No, I'm just saying like, she's more kind of the straight man. Oh, okay. Uh, well, her and her boyfriend, I guess, kind of are. And, and then they have wackier people around them kind of. So, you know, it's not like a role that's going to get her noticed, but yeah, she does a good, really good job in it. Um, does it appear to be a one season show? I don't know. I just heard them talking about it on some something. Okay. Uh, and they, oh, I heard the creator, I think, and and uh, one of the creators. And they want to do another season. Like he said, you know, they've got it set up for another one, but they haven't heard yet. It's um, Michael Strollwalter's one of the creators, right? Who's the other one? No, he's not, actually. He's, oh, he's, he's not? Just he's just like a, a producer director? or something. And director. Oh, yeah. I thought he was a writer. No, yeah, it's like uh, this man and this woman who are like writing partners. I didn't know either of them. Um personally i mean i knew him personally i didn't know. oh you just didn't know their work that's yeah, interesting their work when you're like you go to dinner parties with people and you kind of hang out and eat uh there's tiny little hot dogs and play party games but you don't know what they do and then you find out what they do and you like it let me give you a cool. tip if you go to one of those parties they're called okay. Vienna sausages don't call them tiny little hot dogs you're gonna be laughed right out of the party i don't want to believe you vienna sausages because everything's smaller in vienna 
their cars. Hey, like I'm looking at Wikipedia cars. for for search party, and I'm and I'm seeing three creators listed. And they are Sarah Violet Bliss, yes, Charles right. Rogers, and Michael Showalter. Oh, he gets. Oh, I think the dude did talk about how like. Wow, oh, I didn't know Michael Showalter was considered a creator. Uh, anyway, whatever. He did talk about how like the network or Michael Showalter kind of wanted them to uh, take it in a different direction. It was actually on Rana and Beverly he was on, so you can go listen to that podcast. Uh, jump off here. And He also was a writer for What Hot, Hot American Summer. What are they doing now? They're doing something, the What Hot American Summer yeah, people. They're doing the pre, uh, prequel. No, no, no. They're doing something that's entirely new, not anything to do. What? But they're doing another season of Wet Hot on Netflix. Right. But they're also doing something. Oh, man, what is it? I have to look it up since I don't remember, but I want everyone to know because it's probably going to be awesome. Is it Stella? The Wet Hot American Summer People are making a, and I have to click on the link to see what it is. They're making, oh, I know what it is. It's Love Boat in Space. It's called Love Boat in Space? No, that's the. That's the the elevator pitch? The team behind Wet Hot American Summer is making a comedy called Moon Cruise about, well, a cruise ship in space around the moon, presumably. So that's fun. I mean, it doesn't have to be art. You know, there are more than one moon, dumb people writing that article. We just call ours the moon because, you know, it uh, turns us into werewolves and stuff and affects us. But it could be another moon. Many, many planets have moons, as do many suns. Or it could be a group of people who've gone through the inner space program and they're going around someone's bottom. Oh, like Martin Short? Inner mm-hmm. space? Mm-hmm. I don't. Is there another inner space? I couldn't remember if it was Martin Short. Uh, Martin Short and Dennis Quaid, one of the best movies ever made about shrinking people down. Apologies to Rick Moranis. Well, those Rick Moranis movies just weren't that good. Um, what number are we at? Well, that was my number eight, Search Party. It is so about to... uh, a woman who has nothing going on in her life, and um, so she's looking for meaning, and then somebody she went to college with ends up going missing so she makes it her mission to find her i think i've already said all that on a previous episode but there you go it kind of reminds me just that summation of that i'm not i'm not saying the episode i mean the shows are in any way similar but the episode of broad city where she goes to find her high school friend who she screwed over <laughs> yeah but it's not nearly as broad no pun yeah, well, intended, or it or, is called you know, humorous broad city yeah i uh do you have more to say about that nope, show nope that was my number eight I think I will move from the world of the small screen to the world of the larger screen. And I would recommend something that I saw with you called Hail Caesar, Coen Brothers joint. I considered it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I didn't do it and you did. It was it, I, it was good. I don't think it was fantastic, but it was really, really good. It was a lot of fun. It's I, not top tier Coen Brothers, but that's like no. not really saying much either. Like even, even their like mid-level stuff is good yeah yeah and this i think this is a, a tad above mid-level so yeah hal caesar starring george clooney set in the f- 40s or 30s at hollywood with you know all the kind of wacky characters you can expect it from had to Brothers. Be 40s because uh it was i think it was like right after the war right. which is right why the, the anti-communism the shit yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah and, and it also has the future han solo oh yeah harrison ford mm-hmm. and we Oh no, he's the past Han Solo because that happened in a gal- long, long ago. Right. No, a long time ago. Shit, I don't remember that crawl. 
That's 50 years ago, everybody. Um, yeah, and you didn't know where that movie was going, for sure. Mm-hmm. At any point, and, really. And <laughs> there's funny bits that really were hilarious, and yeah, it was interesting. It's worth seeing. I think Definitely so. Definitely top, top 10 for the year. Uh, all right, number seven for me. You know, it would have been it would have been the other one, but it came out in November of 2015. So I went with Luke Cage rather than Jessica Jones, even Aww. though I feel like Jessica Jones could have made it coming out in November. But I know for a fact that I actually watched it in November of 2015. So I'm going with Luke Cage. Um, huh, I guess I could list Jessica Jones because I watched it in 2016. I think oh, whatever. You totally should, dude, because. Yeah. That was great. It's better but Luke than Luke Cage, Cage I but Luke Cage is good. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, the, like, I don't know the dude who plays Luke Cage. Um, Aside from Luke Cage, has he done other things? I don't even know. I know. I I don't know. Mike Mike Coulter. Um, let's see. Oh, he was on The Good Wife. Oh, you know what? He was in an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Was he? Oh, that's right. He was awesome in The Good Wife. I forgot that was him. He played a. A, a drug dealer that kind of was, uh, yeah, he wasn't a good guy, but he was not as a bad guy either. Yeah, but Luke Cage continues the Netflix uh, version of the Marvel Universe, which I prefer to the movie version. And, you know, we disagree about that, I guess. Oh, I, I don't, I'm not going to say, I I like them both, so I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah, uh, and it I just thought, like, the whole look of it was really great, too, like, Unlike Daredevil and Jessica Jones, it definitely had like a feel, almost a period feel, even though it was set in present day. Um, I really right. like that. It kind of had that like black exploitation look to it, mm-hmm. um, and it was just fun. And I like the darker elements, although it wasn't as dark as Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Um, with Jessica Jones was really dark, I think. Yeah, this one was and Alfre Woodard like kind of chewing the scenery. She did a really good job as actually she didn't chew the scenery that bad. Um, she kind of played against type. Um, Rosario Dawson. Those are the only other cast members that I know really. So, well, I don't know his name, but the guy who played the barber is always a character actor I enjoy watching. There, there is yeah, there is. Shoot, did he play the barber in this? I no, I don't think so. Oh, the dude who played the barber was from The Wire. Yeah. Um, Sorry. There is somebody else in this who's going to be in another one of my picks, but I'm not going to spoil it. Anyway, yeah, Luke Cage. Oh, I know what your pick's going to be. Yeah. Can I say it? Can I say it now? Yeah. How about uh, later? <laughs> All right. That worked. That was a good bit. I'm glad we ate up time with that. Um, Moon Cruise. Number seven for you. Oh, I was recommending. Let's go to another TV show that you'll probably have. Oh, no, I don't want to burn a TV show. I have, <laughs> I have lots of time left, and I like that show. Uh, oh, let's go to another movie. Let's say Deadpool. Oh, all right. Well, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. I didn't care for it. You didn't like Deadpool? No. Nah. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was it was the best job you could do with that character on the screen. I really like Ryan Reynolds and I'm glad he found a action movie vehicle that worked. I know he's done a few other action movies and I have not cared for them. And this one was really good, funny, good enough story. Uh, some like comic book 
stuff that you need to have in it. You don't need to, but they always have in it. But some stuff that you don't expect. So it was, it was good. I'm surprised you didn't like it at all. Well, I just, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. You know, it was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so, you haven't seen Green Lantern then because you think he hasn't made any other great action movies. Well, I've not. The only movie I've ever seen in my entire life is Deadpool. So I don't have a lot to judge against. Oh, you didn't see two guys, a girl in a pizza shop. Wasn't that the name it's, of that TV show he was on? It's a television show, which I watched religiously for three episodes. I think that's all it lasted. Nathan Fillion also won that show later. Was he? Mm-hmm. A, 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 a later season. I don't know if he was a landlord or the two guys and the girl, the girl's boyfriend. I'm not sure. And I didn't watch it when he was on it, but that's someone who was on that show who's famous for other things. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds to me, I have no problem with him really, but he has, he has kind of like that really Hollywoody type of humorous charm that doesn't seem real to me. I don't know how to describe it, man. I'm trying to think. I don't of, know. I think I've met example. people in real life that are like him that are just like funny without even trying like you oh i try man i try so hard i stain my undies six with sweat you know from trying so hard number six for me uh i think this is going to probably be a duplicate for us the good place starring uh-huh. ted Danson. i almost named it but i went Mars. higher Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It could have been higher on mine, you know? I I just, like I said, these aren't... You wanted to make sure you said it before me. I get it. These aren't really... Kristen Bell is her name, by the way. And the thing about that show is those two are awesome, Ted Dance and Kristen Bell. But there are other people on the show who are... I'm not going to say they're better because those two are so great. But they are outstanding. Yeah, the... The, uh, her, the encyclopedia woman, I can't remember her name, either actress or... Oh, yeah, actor, yeah, yeah. Who's really funny. Adam Scott, of course, is expectedly funny. And the her soulmate, very good. Her soulmate's very stuff. good. I even like her... It's You can't call her her nemesis, but I actually, I like everybody on the show. Yeah. Really, yeah, I well, think. just the main people really are, are outstanding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, it's going to be only 13 episodes first season. Damn, and they had to split it up? Yeah, I don't know why they had to split it up, but I saw them like sure wanted it to be short because it's such a, what do they call it when it's like this? This kind of show that's it's not really realistic. It's a... What, like a high, because it's like a fantasy? High like high, high concept, high production values? No, not not so much the production value. He just, he didn't think it would, I don't know. He said he wanted 13 episodes. Maybe he didn't want to stretch the, the, the story out too much. I hope it's more than one season though. Yeah, me too. I don't know how it's doing, but it's yeah, definitely my favorite show, new show. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, new sitcom for sure. Yeah. It's not a contest. I think it's the best new show. I mean, oh, that's true. There were new other kinds of shows that came out that I like, but anyway. Yeah, the good Are you place. Talking network? Are you talking? Is there another? Yeah, like, maybe network. Yeah. I, I think it's know. definitely the best network show that came out this year. I can't it, think of anything. That's there's better. nothing else even close. No. I mean, if we wanted to go into like not stuff that just didn't come out this year, I could, I could have picked like Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Oh yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine is better. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's my number six. And oh, so it's my turn for number yeah, six. And then we're taking a big fat ass break. I always forget. I know it's on the halfway point, but is when you're doing ten things, is the halfway point number five or is it number six? No, it's Turns number out... six because yeah, when you count 
from six to ten, it actually equals five. Against all reason. Let me check your math. Six equals one. Seven equals two. Dear God. Eight equals three. Nine equals four. Ten equals... By God, you're right. Pitch. Oh, pitch. I like it. It's baseball-y, and it's fun. It's kind of light, but in a good way, and it... I like it a lot. It's, it's good act, pretty good acting and interesting stories. I, I don't know if it'll be able to last more than one season, but we'll see how it lasts for one season. It's the Empire of Baseball. Well, if you want to say that. I haven't watched Empire. I, I might enjoy it. I hear it's good trashy fun. Yeah. But those kind of shows are hard to maintain over time. That's my only. Yeah. But I would check it. I do want to check out the first season. Of Empire? Yeah, or at least the first episode. Like, how hard is that? Right, I like I like some of the actors in it. So yeah, Terrence Howard's supposed to be a real. Yeah, I used to like him, but I hear so many bad things about him. I don't want to like him. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, we got a solid uh, ten so far, and no repeats. We also we also you know we also know when to hold them. Yeah, don't know when to fold them. That's that's the main problem. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Brian Stoker's creation, the land of the Thracians, and right back to the start. It's gonna take some time and patience, but all the best things. We're back with our top. 10 actually our top five each but as pat demonstrated before the break when you add those up it comes to 10 i i demonstrated that long before the break before the break i demonstrated that between six and ten there are five different numbers yeah but by the transitive property therefore ergo number five for well do you want to start going first on this or should we just keep it I'll do five if you if you want to switch places. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do a uh, Freaky Friday. I'm still me, and I'm doing number five. This is something that did not come out in 2016, but I didn't jump on the bangway until 2016, so I feel just fine and dandy saying that Hamilton was the best of 2016. I almost did it. Yeah, I'm glad you did it because I didn't know about it till this year either. But then I was like, ah, god damn it. I mean, I think we both knew about it from other people talking about it, but neither of us listened to it. Right. And Possibly it we knew about it l- late last year, but... So good. It was just wonderful, and everything about it is so positive and great. And even even when it gets into negative stuff with the Pence stuff, it was not negative. It was really positive, and it was just yeah. so wonderful. Such a, I mean, that's that's outside the actual music, which is just perfectly awesome. So that's my... Rec- no, nope, we're not doing recommendations. That's my yearly recommendation 
Love Hamilton. The Pence stuff wasn't even negative. Like you. No, that's what I'm saying. You just it have to be not, one of those assholes to think it's negative. That's people took it in a negative manner, but they're like, well, they said, uh, don't. We're just afraid of what you're going to do. Please think of us. And you know, it's not really negative because whatever. I don't want to get into that too much. No, nope, let's not. It's and it brought on the hilarious boycott Hamilton. So now tickets are only five hundred dollars instead of five thousand. Nope. No, no, the tickets are only five hundred dollars instead of four fifty. They went up with that boycott. Yeah, but you, oh man, the right cannot do a boycott that actually has the effect they want. Well, I mean, look at that pizza place where you know Bill and Hillary were like running a pedophile sex ring with the tunnels underneath it in D.C. Business is booming. Pizzagate. And Mon- your number five might be monstrous. The Ooh, it's a comic book comic book series. Yeah, which you couldn't get into, and I love. Uh, did I? I'm sure I gave a description of it before. You don't need. It's too convoluted anyway to give a, any kind of real good description. But you should. People should read it. The art's great. I love the story. It's dark, and it's got talking cats. What else do you need? I'll see your comic book and raise you a comic book movie. This is your number four. We're going to. If I may. The court will allow it. Okay. Then America Civil War. Didn't see it. You good. You good? Yeah. It's what you expect, and they did a wonderful job, and they introduced a character you didn't... Well, you did, because it was in the trailer, but it was, it was great to see Spider-Man in a much better way than he's been in the film, possibly ever, but at least... I would say almost certainly ever. Uh... You said you didn't see it, so you don't know. Well, I've seen the Spider-Man movies. Um, did is the Red Skull in any of these movies? The Red Skull was in the first Captain America. Was he? Captain God damn, I saw that too. Played by uh, the guy from The Matrix and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. What's his Hugo Weaving? Oh yeah, is that his name? Yeah, I forget if that's last his name or not. Last name's a fucking gerund verb. Um, Wait a minute, what's what? a gerund? Look it up. I don't think that's a like, gerund. If you're weaving something, that's just a regular verb. Is it? Yes. But now I have to look up gerund because I forget what that is. Thank you. Are you uh, for your number you four? Go, you oh, gonna, my number four. No, but are you going to talk about gerunds? Yeah, my number four is the concept of gerunds, which Pat is just learning about. No, my number four is. Another I owl. Guess it's Gerund. Yeah, I know. Thought we were done with that. My number four is another album. Gerunds are verbs that can act as nouns as well. Yeah, weaving. It's a noun. It's his last name. Thank you. But it's also a noun as a verb. Like I really like weaving. I mean, if that's how language works in your world, sure, that's a good example. My number four is A Tribe Called Quest. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. An album that could have sucked because it's like basically one of those reunion albums. You know, the the last one they did was 18 years previous. So it could have been a Pixies thing. Or I don't even know. I can't think of any other examples right now. The but Rolling Stones' new album. The Rolling Stones' new album. Yeah. Um. But no, it's actually a really great, solid Tribe Called Quest album. 
the last one, of course, since we lost Fife Dog this year, among many, many others. Um, but very, like, political of the moment. And uh, I don't know. I always like Tribe Called Quest music. Anyway, they were always, you know, kind of jazzy and, like, more mellow, but also not, like, not mellow in, like, political stance or anything necessarily. Um, and they're way more political on this than I think they ever have been. So uh, everybody should check that out. It's I'm so glad it was good, and I'm glad it was this good because I certainly wouldn't have expected it. Uh, that's my number four. Number three. Poor Um. View. Number three is going to be a tie. Okay. I did it. Why can't you cheat? True. And they're related in that they are both comic books. Okay. One, and I think I probably recommend them both. One is called Slam. You have recommended that, yes. Slam, I gotta check that out. Really good. And that's not from Image, although I thought it was. It's from Boombox. Two is The Fix. Also recommended kind of like uh, Pulp Fiction world maybe pulp fiction i think the reason it reminds me of pulp fiction is that it, uh, dirty cops are part of it yes and they are involved with a drug dealer who is also like a stay-at-home dad and it reminded me of kind of like the quentin tarantino character who wasn't a drug dealer but it was somehow involved in crime and he had kind of like a in, in pulp fiction and anyway it's a well-written really funny book and last even though i said a tie for two i meant a tie for three actually there's another one i should say too Kill or Be Killed is really good. I've talked about that a lot. There's one I wanted to... Oh, we're going to have recommendations, right? I'll save yeah. recommendations. Kill or Be Killed is from Brew Baker, and it's uh, the guy who's done... He does Criminal. He did the uh, the uh, the uh, noirish from a couple years ago. Yeah, and the now, uh, Fade to Black. Or, no, what? God damn, the what fade is out. The Fade, the fade out, out, yeah. And this is this one is, is a little more... Uh, not esoteric, but there's Demons Evolved, and it's really good, Kill or Be Killed. So... That's my tie for number four, but yeah. it's actually number three. I've read the first graphic novel of The Fix. That's all I've read. Um, oh, have you? Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, have you read... You? It, this might have been one you recommended, too. Um, fuck, what is it? Is it just called Fatale? Like, Femme Fatale type of... Oh, like, where she's like a, a creature? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's also Brubaker, and it's very good. I read yeah. the first one, but I haven't continued. I Same should. here. I just yeah, I've just read the first one, but it and was that, another noirish like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've talked about this before, but we had a Christmas party at work a few a few weeks ago, and I talked to a bunch Holiday of people party. about. Well, we call it an employee appreciation party, is what it's called at my work. Wait, and you talked to everybody party. about pumpkins. What? Comic books. Oh yeah. I, so then, like during the week after the party, I was like a little Santa Claus, letting people borrow comic books. So I gave out Saga, which we all know is awesome. It's probably the the best comic book of the past ten years. I gave out Why the Last Man, also from Brian K. K. Bon. Brian K. Bon. And uh, that's also very good. It pales in comparison to Saga, not because of the story, but because the art is not nearly as good as Fiona Staples' art. But it's still really good to give that out. And I gave the first issue a slam out. So, oh, nice. comic books, and now to your list. Yeah, we have a comic book reading club at our company. Really? Yeah. Are you a member? Well, I'm on the mailing list, but it like I have to cover the goddamn front desk at the time they fucking have oh, it. That so yeah, but it, it's still good because like they like you know they send an email like what these are here's a list of some comics we can talk about at the next one, and so it gives me good ideas for stuff I might not have read. Yeah, I want to work at your work specifically for that. 
you ready to take a huge cut and pay? Come on over. I don't think any job in San Francisco will offer me a cut and pay. You'd be surprised. Mike, I think, wait, no, it's your number. No, that was your number three. Is that I right? I'm surprised already. That was my number three. I had like six of them. All right. My number three is, see, this is the one I was talking about swapping out during the break, but I'll just stick with it, even though you already did it. Westworld. Oh, I already did this one. Yeah, you already did it. So, the end. My number three. Oh, now, I, now it's, I'm back on the horse? You're back on, well, I mean. Oh, it, shit. I'm going to do another tie really now. more of a broken down donkey where we are, but yeah. I think I might go back to the other one and do a tie between Captain America Civil War and Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange was awesome, and I think you would actually like Doctor Strange. You have enough to fill out the, you know, you've still got two spots to go. Yeah, I know, and I have my two in mind. So, number two, just, have you seen Doctor Strange? Nope. I think you might enjoy it. it. It was a little bit different. Not so different that it wasn't a comic book movie, but it was good. Uh, my, my number two is live stuff. And I'm going to do a tie of two different live things. First of all, the comedy, become, comedy Bang Bang live show was funnier than you can imagine. And, that, and I know you have a good imagination, but it was really funny. Uh, even though we had kind of a dud of a guest star. Yeah, I l- actually listened to your episode. Yeah, she was not good. No. It's, but the rest was, of the show was hilarious. She was... on on an episode later where she was actually in LA and on the show and she wasn't, she wasn't funny on, on the episode either. So I don't know why they keep having her back, but it was okay. It wasn't like it was boring. This was like, she didn't really understand. It did, It seemed like she didn't understand what was going on, but she's a comedian. So I'm not sure why, but anyway, the, the show itself was awesome and it was a lot of fun and quilt was a fun show, a fun live show, but well, more band let's live. Talk, Right. Let's talk more about comedy bang bang. Yeah, because that, that, that you was, went too. I did, and that was one I told you during the break that uh, I w- had on my list, but I took it off. But yeah, it would be it would. I'll make it a tie for something on my list too. Definitely. Oh, I think you you just talk about it here. You don't. Oh, you're saying it should be on your list, but you, you should talk about your experience. It was great, right? Yeah, fucking Lauren Laugh, Kiss Paula Tompkins, and Scott Ackerman, who are basically oh, but... the heart and soul of comedy bang bang to me. I mean, there's some others like Jason Manzukis and. I, I do like when uh, Ben Schwartz comes on, even though all they do is sing uh, when he comes on the podcast. Well, what's uh, his name? Is great too. Uh, Kroll? Who, who's no? He's oh, he's great. No, I'm not saying he's not great. The uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, who always uh, jumps out of character. Wait, not Horatio, Horatio Sands. Sands. Okay, Horatio Sands, but also Bobby Moynihan, who does yeah, but Forville. Yeah, but that's all he does, right? I've yeah, never that's all he Moynihan. does. Yeah, I, I like Horatio Sands because. He does all these. He does kind all of kinds of shit. Funny one note characters all the time. He breaks out a character and makes it even funnier. Yeah, well, with him, you can totally tell he has like one totally basic concept, and then he's making it up as he goes along. So it's yeah. like super fun <laughs> yeah. to listen to him. Yeah, it's funny where, he, and sometimes you can tell that he's going places he didn't expect to go, and it makes it even funnier. So yeah, the, uh, but I agree that Lapkus and Paul Tompkins are the core. And I, I don't know. I also like he's... Claudia O'Doherty, the uh, Australian. Yes, he's funny. She's good. Yeah, he's got such great people on there. Well, I th- the thing is, I think he does switch out. Like when someone gets too famous to do the show anymore, he do- they, it's not that they're off the show; it's just they don't have time. Like the, the the women from that that oh, what's her name that they they oh, did yeah, that from uh, playing house, playing house, yeah. playing house. They're on a lot for a while, and now they're not on hardly at all. And it seems like Lauren Lapkus isn't on as she, as much as she used to be. And I think she has other stuff going on. Yeah, so she I, does. I think, and she just, uh, but she also just did the tour this year with them, you know, for, right? For the eighty episodes. But yeah. I feel like he's able to find new people and blend them in 
extraordinarily well. Like all those guys from the the that improv group, what was it, uh, Whitest Guys or whatever it was called. Those guys are his writers, and they're really funny. And they come like one guy plays John Lennon; he's pretty funny. Yeah. And oh, that, that was what I was going to say. Timekeeper. Yeah, I was I was just about to say your show suffered a little bit because you had the John Lennon as the opener, and we yes. had the timekeeper. And I love well, the John Lennon on the podcast live as an opener. He he wasn't great, but um, well, even on the podcast, if I were to choose who, I'd rather have the timekeeper and whatever that actor's name is. <laughs> I forget. I know. I forget too. Who cares? He's the timekeeper. He's awesome. Yeah. But he did his like he wasn't a timekeeper the whole time. He for he just had an opening act. You heard it, right? That was a part of the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was funny. Anyway, so the live comedy bang bang. I've it's my favorite podcast by far. It's mine I mean, too, no yeah. It's close. It's the consistently the especially of comedy podcasts, it's so much more consistent than any of them. And I think last year was the first year I tried to listen to the best of and I really didn't like the concept, but I don't think I gave it enough of a chance. I'm listening to it this year, just taking my time, not listening to it all at once because it's a little bit too I, long. I love the best awesome. of because it's just yeah. him and Paula Tompkins just not talking. doing characters, just talking. Yeah. And then, yeah, just talking, they kind of crack each other up in fun ways. And then they do the, the clips, which are obviously funny because they've been voted on as the best of the year. But yeah, Claudio Darty is great. And the, the, the new woman who does the always is doing business people. She cracks me up every time too. Wait, is she? Wait, she's not the pow pow power wheels one, right? I don't know. No, that's, Bill, that's I, funny too. I don't know if it's the same person, but you know who I'm talking about. She's been on a couple times. Yes. She's oh yeah, she's really good. She, she, I think she made one of the best ofs of this year. Oh, oh cool. I haven't. I've only listened to the first one. But anyway, my recommendation. Nope, oh, not recommendation. My best of 2016 was seeing stuff live, including Comedy Bang Bang and Quilt. Yeah, man. Yeah, Comedy Bang Bang is. I don't know. If I knew somebody in publishing, I'd talk to them about doing a book, a comedy bang bang book. That's too bad. You should. I mean, I work in publishing. Maybe I could do it. I uh, actually did talk to somebody. We'll see. Be nice. Um, wait, what are we up to now? Number oh, number two. Wait, no, was that my number two? Oh, now you're doing your number two. Yeah, oh yeah, you. Sorry, that is my number two. Okay, this is the one that came out in 2015. I found out. Um, but I think it was late in 2015, and I didn't know about it till this year. Is uh, it Hamilton? Paper Girls. Ah, oh, yeah, yay. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've talked plenty about Paper Girls and Brian K. Vaughn on this. Uh, finished The Private Eye, by the way. The book. I got the book and um, plowed through it. I Did still you ever finish? That. Yeah. No, I have to. I have to get get on that. It's easier to finish stuff that's. I don't know. Yeah. In physical form. And it comes out on a regular basis, and I know about it coming out. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's why good. I never like on online. I never finished either. Yeah, it's just like I think part of it too was I, I kept waiting to do the the next issue when we had had a podcast about it, and that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know we did do a couple on that. Um, yeah, yeah, but, that was fun. But Paper Girls, I think. I mean, I don't. I think there's kind of like unanimous opinion that Paper Girls is a pretty great comic mm-hmm. among comics fans. But you don't, I don't even think you have to be a fan of comic books to like it. No, and I think in general, Brian K. Vaughan transcends uh, just comic books. His, yeah. his writing is really good. Yeah, your ideas of com- I mean, he's kind of like Daniel Klaus. I'm not really. I mean, subject-wise, he's definitely more in the straight oh, he's, comic book tradition. But, right. but he kind Although, of... Although, yes. have you read The Pride of Baghdad? No. That's something he wrote about there is a like a zoo in Iraq during the... I guess maybe it was the first the first Gulf War, 
and the city got bombed and all the animals escaped. You told me about and it. Yeah. It's 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 not typical Brian K. Vaughan, but it is because they're kind of going on an adventure. So it's not Daniel Clouds, but it's different than you'd usually expect from him. Yeah. So that's worth checking out. Yeah, Paper Girls is rad, and everybody should check it out. I think it is right now. Volume two just came out of Trade Paper, and it's like the number one uh, best-selling uh, comic book right now, or you know, collected volume, whatever the fuck you call them. Um, number one. Oh, should we do a drum roll? What you got? Movie. The just the word? No, it's a movie I enjoy. It's about this title involves something. Oh no, it doesn't. Damn it! You thought you were something thinking in, it was rouge, huh? Something in the sky. Something hanging in the sky, and it, it light that comes off of. But that's not it. The title is Rogue One. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. Number one. Come on. Oh, there goes my poem. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was Might have been probably, be- probably better than I expected. And I, I wasn't sure what to expect because it was kind of a dumb idea making a movie about the crawl from A New Hope. But it, I think it worked in the ways it was supposed to work. It was a lot of fun, as I said repeatedly. And uh, the the... What was I gonna say? The, I think it opened up the the like the Star Wars world in ways that people didn't expect them to open it up, and I like that. It opened it like made it look differently. It wasn't focused on the like galactic leaders that are they're driving this war, but focusing more on the grunts on both sides and middle management in in an interesting way. And the action was beautiful. So and they tied it into the rest of the series in a way that was satisfying. So yeah. So when you Yay say for Rogue One. they concentrate on the grunts on both sides, so like the Wookiee speech patterns is what you mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was basically, there was no story. It was a blank screen for 45 minutes, and you heard Wookiees talking, and then you'd hear like someone else trying to, to say it as a human talking as a Wookiee. So it was kind of the first, the first time that the the humans were able to talk to Wookiees and then on the other side on the empire side, they would torture Wookiees and you would just see on the bottom what the Wookiee was saying, which was, they weren't really answering the questions. So it was, it sounds like, so it was like the first third of the star Wars holiday special, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds great. Less sex. Thank God. Uh, my number one, which you, Correctly predicted earlier for people who can read between the lines. Moonlight, a movie. I thought it was the best movie of the year that I've seen, which have not been many. Uh, but it's just a it's just a great, beautiful film. Everybody should check it out. It's worth your time. It's worth your effort. Actually, everybody shouldn't check. It's like not for everybody. I can't really say that if you're like, I don't know, if you're going to see. Um, David Spade movies, of which there have been numerous this year, I'm sure, uh, it might not be for you. But yeah, it's Moonlight was was my best cinematic experience of the year. Have not seen the Casey Affleck movie. After you told me about that Casey Affleck stuff, I, know, I, I kind of don't want to see it. more about it. And yeah, I, my mom went to see it tonight, and I kind of wanted to tell her not to go see it. But, you know, that's not really a reason to tell people. Uh, I, know, I, don't know. I know, yeah. I mean, I like the dude who wrote it because i think he wrote uh you can count on me which was really good but that was like mm-hmm. a long time ago um 
I guess the thing is, it's not like Woody Allen where he's he's the author and he's everything right, about the right. movie. He's a so it's a hand. little bit different. Yeah, and at least it's not it's not like a, uh, hopefully it's not a like a pattern where he does it over and over. He he was a real real monster to I think it was two maybe three women on the set of this film, and hopefully that's the only time he did it, and he'll never do it again. And Right, and, and you do have to give people a chance at redemption, or right. you know, we're all fucked if you want to judge us by our worst moment. Um, right, right, but, but it but is unsettling. This, and you look at this asshole, and he's able to make this movie and get all kind of raves. And the the dude that made the the um oh yeah the oh god damn why am I blank uh Birth of a Nation Birth of a Nation doesn't doesn't get a chance to do that, and I don't know if it's because the movie's not as good. I don't know what the reason is, well, but it, it, it doesn't seem racism, fair. partly racism, I would imagine. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's stay out of those kind of... Thornbush. Dickies. Speaking of David Spade, my niece went to see Adam Sandler at the Tower Theater. He did a stand-up show there, and she said he was really funny, which I believe, because I, I imagine live which he probably doesn't do very often. He probably has an energy that you wouldn't expect from the movies, but David Spade opened. And one of the things he says, I've never been to Philadelphia. Why you'd say that when you're doing a show in Philadelphia. And he said, I was walking outside and I was almost attacked outside my hotel. <laughs> Where the fuck are you staying, dude? <laughs> I, get, I have to imagine he's staying in some fancy place in center city and some guy's following him and saying, aren't you David Spade? And, and maybe no, just purposely Adam attacked Sandler. him. Well, no, they, no, no. They might have said, aren't you David Spade? Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I got your joke now. Yeah. No, wait. No, I, did, did I misspeak? I said David Spade opened, and he said I've never been oh, to Philadelphia. Gotcha. Oh, I misunderstood. No, you didn't. Okay, yeah. David Spade me. was the one that got attacked. No, not, not Adam Sandler. Adam well, Sandler I mean, is, I, everyone loves Adam Sandler. I imagine that happens every time he walks out of anywhere. That's kind of justifiable. <laughs> I know what you did to Chris Farley. Although, <laughs> although the as the opener, maybe he's staying in Camden. You know, maybe that, who knows? Um, yeah. Wait, I, to, wait to say bad things about a city you've never been to. But you're right. The people of Camden know I love them. I mean, if they had any electricity, they would they would know. They would be able to hear this. But um, I yeah, I've heard from two separate people who should absolutely know better that. Carrot Top was funny live, so uh, yeah. Who I mean, you know, it's a th- was one of those people, uh, Betsy. No, well, that's three people then. She loved him live in Vegas. Well, she also loved One Direction live. Yes, so. but still, she. R.I.P. Uh, maybe she... One Direction yeah. and Betsy. R.I.P. One Direction, Betsy and Carrot Top. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Who knows? You know, it's like it's the same with bands. You. I've definitely seen bands that I was like, oh, shit, that, they were awesome, who you would not expect from hearing their records or whatever. Well, I, I remember seeing Adam Sandler doing stand-up on Letterman before he was on Saturday Night Live, and I think maybe right after the Cosby show, in between, I, I don't know. But it was the funniest, I don't know how much time they give him, at that time, the funniest five minutes I'd ever seen. Well, yeah, it's that goofy fucking humor. I just think he's... Yeah, that I love. Yeah, I, I generally do, too. I, I think you can't, like, judge how funny somebody is by their comedy movies for sure. Because right. movies and, just don't work for the most and I, part. And I think that at some point he turned his comedy movies, which were in the beginning, pretty funny. They were funny comedies. That, uh, they were worth that, watching. I think. Yeah. What's the first one? The real big one, the golf one. Was that his, his special Madison big... or 
Happy Gilmore yeah. or whatever. The Happy fuck Gilmore, and then there's Billy Madison, Billy Madison where he yeah. went back to school. Those two are legitimately classic comedy movies. And I think after that, he he turned himself, along with his producers and all the other guys in that crew, who they kind of use the same, into commodities where they could put these movies out, make a lot of money, and make them really cheap. And, and they're doing all this stuff like product placement to make them even cheaper. So that I think I think at some point it, it, he was making people laugh, but it wasn't really hard work either <laughs> no i think i mean he definitely got super lazy about it it's yeah yeah and i don't blame him though <laughs> to diminishing returns well you know but then there are people who do actually care enough to not be lazy about shit that's so true. that's I, true i do lose some respect for that um how about the 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 guys the farrelly brothers who did i know um, there's something about mary i thought was something about mary when i saw it Three Stooges was really funny kingpin's very funny but they just haven't done anything in a while. I wasn't critic like saying they haven't done good things, but I can't remember that Dumb and Dumberer is like two years ago. What? Why did they stop making movies? Because of that movie Forty Two or whatever the fuck it was called, maybe. They they just produced that, right? That I have no all... idea. Oh, uh, they are. They have a movie coming out in two thousand seventeen. It's a remake of a love the uh, love story. Huh. Hope it's good. Wait, the remake of the Ally McGraw Ryan O'Neill a love story. The one, yeah, the one that's written about uh, Al Gore. Love means means never having to say you're sorry. I'm sorry. Al Gore oh. says to the Earth every night. What would the world be like if Al Gore was never born? Oh man, I mean, I guess there'd be no warning stickers on record labels about explicit well, content. Tipper Gore's still born. Yeah, but she's not gonna be any senator's wife. Come on. I mean, maybe she could have gone with uh, Fred. Oh, fuck. I never remember his name. McMurray? Law and Order. Recommendations, Asians, Asians. Damn, we still got to do these? I I literally have not thought of one. I um, have one. Because this whole You can recommend Jaren's if you like. I do recommend Jaren's. I also recommend... I you know I used to be quite the grammar Nazi and then I was like ah fuck it you know you get people's point but the the past tense of to lead lead is L E D not L E A D L E A D lead is a metal really that's that's all I want to say I don't know why it's one of those things I see popping up more and more even in like pieces by professional writers so let me let me fact check you I'm gonna do define lead and see what it says define L E A D. Define. Define L E A D, and then at the top of the page it says lead, a verb, cause a person or animal to go with one by holding them by the hand. Cause present tense. It's lead. She emerged leading a bay horse. Exactly. Number two, be in charge or command of a military delegation was led by the chief of staff. Isn't that? But it's spelled L E D. Precisely what I just described, my <laughs> dear Watson. <laughs> Well, that's really confusing. Why is that A in there in the first place? It's unprecedented. Was that a real oh, is thing? Oh, is, is that your recommendation? The word lead? Spelling it right. The past tense of to lead. L-E-D. Yes, okay. that's that's my recommendation. I'm going to recommend something else. And that would be... Oh, I didn't know it was my turn. Peepland. It's a book from Titan Comics, which I think... I've not read other Titan Comics, but I think they're all kind of... Uh, maybe not. I don't know, since I haven't read them. Anyway, this is this is is set in Times Square during the 70s and 80s 
well, actually not 70s at all, 80s, where Times Square was uh, a bunch of peep shows in kind of a dirty place. And oh, I've heard about this, yeah. It's actually written by a woman who worked in one of those peep shows, or either... No, I don't think she worked... No, she did end up working in one, but she, her mother did too, so she grew up in that area. So that's just... It's She's writing from experience, not making shit up. And it's really interesting. It's That's awesome. A, a story about a videotape that gets into the wrong hands, and... The, what what's going on with these peep show people and just like the dregs of society in Times Square in 1986 or whatever. Worth reading. I will. I love shit like that. I'll I'll check that out for sure. This one might be harder to find since uh, you might have to get it digitally, digitally like off of Comixology or maybe that'll be the unlimited thing that you're paying for and don't even realize it because I don't think. It will well, maybe it will. I don't. I just don't know how Titan Comics does graphic novels if it's as, as quickly as Image does, since they're not as big of a company. Yeah. Uh, so how many Oops. issues have they? Ha- is it is it like done? Is the series done? No, no, it's okay. pretty new. Uh, the first issue was October, so. Oh yeah. I only have. I only started. have two. I only have two of them. I hope I didn't miss one. I hate when that happens, but yeah, it's. Peep show. It's a good one. I'll check that out. No, Peep Land. Peep Land. Damn it! All right, yeah. Peep Land. I'll just punch peep in. No, it'll come up. Oh, I, so I guess it's it's Titan Comics, but they have they must have an imprint of Titan Comics called Hard Case Crime. Oh, okay, cool. So the cover kind of looks like some of the covers, especially with that Hard Case Crime like little logo, and it kind of looked like old pulp novels. But oh, nice. oh they, they, this this Titan Comics does a lot of crap. They do like Doctor Who stuff and Torchwood and Tank Girl. So a lot not of just, existing properties. But then underneath underneath this Titan Comics, they have other st- – I mean, I'm sorry, under your hard case. I should look into the other hard case stuff. Yeah, that sounds right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Um, what was – ah, shit. I lost my train. So, Bitch Planet, what is up yeah. with their sporadic fucking release shit? Like, I read the, the graphic novel, and then I, like, kept going in looking for the issues. Like, yeah, I don't know when the fuck they're coming out. And then they, like, just did number nine came out. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm already behind. I don't even know when those last – couple came out so i'll just wait for the next graphic novel yes some books are so weird in how haphazard they come out like sex criminals is the same way i don't know what the holdup is if it's that they're just not working on it they're working on other things or or what but yeah the dude at the comic book shop told me they're they're working on something for hollywood right now so um who the sex criminals guys yeah yeah matt fraction and and uh what's her name oh matt fraction and his wife kelly yeah yeah so i i think tonic okay that's just gonna end um, oh, that's know, nice inside information. I like those comic book guys are usually pretty cool. Yeah, I think Image too. You know, it's like it's like creator owned and and all that. I think they give people a lot of leeway with that kind of thing. Anyway, um, which by the way, uh, I know we're at the end of this episode, but I was like looking for because they're based in Berkeley, right? Image Comics, although I think they're moving to Portland. But um, I was looking at jobs, trying to find jobs at Image Comics. You know, just like office mm-hmm. type jobs. There is literally nowhere you can find that shit. Like, every image thing you go to, there's no job listings for the company. It's all just, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm I weak feel, at Google, but... No, I feel like they probably don't advertise in the same way as other people. Because, like, people, even for office jobs, are probably wanting to work there so they can sell comic ideas. I don't know if that for a fact, but that's, I wonder. That's probably the case, but... Um, yeah, well, the reason I even thought of it was because um, somebody sent me a LinkedIn, you know, let's connect or link or whatever the fuck you call it on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I saw she worked at Image Comics. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll. <laughs> so who so was I it? should just message her. I don't know. Somebody who works at Image Comics. But I'll, I should just message her on LinkedIn. I bet it's a listener. Hello, Image Comics. Please add me, too. I'm on LinkedIn at I bet Patrick Riccardi. somebody that saw that I was in publishing. And it's much yeah, John, more likely. Thanks for ruining my evening. What? And oh. your whole year, really. I guess I'll tell it another time since we're pretty much done. But there is a story of me having an embarrassing encounter at a comic book store when I was a kid. Oh, well, that sounds tantalizing. Um, I guess you're going to have to listen next time, John. You didn't listen this time. Nope. Are we done? Oh, write to us at no. popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Nobody's been writing to us, I have to say. Weird. Man, fuck all y'all. And fuck your mamas, too. Oh, whoa. I mean, oh, we should. We're at the end. We do have a plug. We're going to have a live episode of Pop Culture Continuum at the Portland Amphitheater in Portland, Maine. Yeah, Portland, Maine. Don't go to the West Coast like nope. they did for our last show, and there, there was nobody in the audience, the janitor. And if you'd like, like to get tickets, I don't get it. If you'd like to get free tickets, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com and tell us why you should get a free ticket. Most tickets are going at $10 a pop. We'll also be at King of Prussia Mall just wandering around. Mm-hmm. After the Christmas rush. After yeah, after all the returns are done. Um, we're not going to tell you when. You got to come and find out. Do you know what we look like? No. You'll be able, we'll be the, like the old married couple arguing, but we're like two dumb white guys. I, I don't know if I've ever been to the King of Prussia Mall. That's weird. I must have been there at least once. Yeah, I've been to the Willow Grove Mall. Have you been to the Hershey Factory? Nope. Oh, oh it's, I was. It's in Nestle, Pennsylvania, dude. It's like right there. Uh-huh. I know. N-E-S-T-L-E-S. Hershey makes the very best. I went to Hershey Park once when I was a kid. Hershey Park is an amusement park near Chocolate Land, and it was raining, so we couldn't go on any rides, so we went to like Chocolate World, and it was so boring because I wanted to go on rides. And I've never been to Hershey Park when it wasn't raining. Chocolate! Well, oh, that, you know, but, you, you can plan your trips and also check the weather beforehand. I can't do it as a 12-year-old when it's a like a class trip. Wait, is it still there? Hershey Park? Is it still a thing? Yeah, it's popular. I think it might be owned. It's poplar? Like the tree? Pop, poplar. Yeah, that's how you pronounce that. Poplar. It's poplar. You didn't even say poplar. I don't know why I'm fucking with you. But, uh, it's owned by the people who own SeaWorld. So, uh, you, it's, it's like it used to be they had that thing where you could kind of swim in the chocolate, but now they have the orcas in there. So it's not as fun because you might get killed. But you could maybe jump on an orca just for a minute. Yeah. They let you, that's what they let you do at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else? We, what, what else? Oh, there is one thing I wanted to say. Oh, Will Grove Mall. Used to be an amusement park. When I was a kid, we went to the Will Grove Mall and we had to go to boring, boring ass stores. I was so disappointed it wasn't an amusement park. It was probably an amusement park in the 40s. I didn't care. I wanted it to be an amusement park. You ever been to the Mall of America? Nope. They got a roller coaster in that motherfucker. The thing that's weird about the Mall of America is it's it's a huge mall, which bully for them, but they repeat stores. What the hell's the point of that? Well, dude, it's like the that mall is like the size of. I don't know, your neighboring that, towns there. So, why not? I mean, shit, they repeat Starbucks on every other corner here. Shit. Anyway, um, yeah, I would not recommend going to the Mall of America, although I did. But, you know, what else are you going to do in Minneapolis? Prince is dead now. He wasn't when you went to the Mall of America. No, and yet... Guaranteed. 
I should have gone because I was like on a business trip. I would have had to rent a car there to go to, uh, you know, Paisley Park. Who cares? I charge it to the company, right? Shit. Missed opportunity. Um, now we're going to go back in time. John renting the car. Like us on Facebook. Wait, like us? Yeah. Rate us highly on iTunes. And most importantly, Pat, and this goes for everything in your life, right? Tell your friends to listen. They don't listen enough, as I've proven with Pat, time and time again. Tell your stupid friends to listen to the motherfucking show. Start stabbing bitches. And once they listen, tell them to write us. We don't bite. Not over email. Goodbye, everybody. Returning from the past, goodbye.